morning. <clears throat> so we're in the middle of <coughs> explaining the uh, Nefesh Bahamas, which is Klippus Negar, which is like it says in Eitz Chaim, it's Tevarad, it's good and bad. Meaning to say, as we said, that it's uh, something that does not have any Isser in it at all. It's not, uh, there are no Isserim, Midaraisa, Midarbanon, or anything like that. It's just mundane. We use the example, uh, the analogy of, <coughs> of food, that it's uh, neither positive nor negative. It's, it's all, it all depends on, 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 how we, on how we treat it. That's the direction that it's going to go. In other words, it's a, you have a body and you have a soul. And the body needs a soul to find to have direction, to have movement. Which way, which way is it going to go? Could it go this way? Could it go this way? By itself, it's neither here nor there. By means of an example, you say, you know, you see in the morning, it's customary to say good morning to each other. And uh, those are just words. Those are letters. Good morning. But if someone comes over to you and says, good morning, the smile and caring, so then that makes you smile and it makes you, it, it up, uplifts you, gives energy. So then, then those words that become, now we just uplifted those words to, have a, to be a meaningful words. And then sometimes, unfortunately, someone could just say it, you know, matter of factly or maybe sarcastically and, and in a way like, yeah, morning. And that, that, that can have a, and that can have a negative effect. So what were the words? The words were not neither good nor bad. It was only about the intention. It's about, it's about, it's about the state of mind that someone, that someone put in to those words that gave it, that gave it direction, which way it's going to go. It's going to be positive or it's going to be negative. If a person puts energy, positive energy, then those words go into a very good place and elevate. And if, if God forbid, or the person has a negative intention, then those words go in the, in the wrong direction. So he gives over here, in Tanya, we hear, uh, in, in Perik Zion, he gives three examples of how something mundane doesn't have, that <clears throat> depending on the intention, where the mindset is, that's where, that's where that experience is going to go. And all three things are unnecessary. For example, the first one that he gives is, the, is with Rava, that the Gemara says that chamgevegecha pakhin, that, that um, uh, wine and smell, and later on he gives other examples about uh, fat, about meat, wine, Aged wine, spiced wine. They, he goes, they, they used it. Reb Nachman uses it as an excuse for not being clear, making a mistake. He goes, ah, I didn't eat, I didn't have my normal meat. I didn't have my normal, my, my normal meal. What is, what, what, what's, what, what's the meaning of it? What's the meaning of that? That's what the, fir, the, the first example. What's he trying to say? We're talking about smell, um, you know, aged wine, yayin mavusam, spiced wine. These are not necessary things in life at all. No one needs aged meat, better meat, fatty meat, like he says over here. Not only is might even be, uh, it's frivolous and maybe even negative, so to speak. What do you need that for? 
Why do you do that for? Because they do, they add pleasure. They're there solely for the purpose of pleasure. They don't have any other necessities besides pleasure. <clears throat> and that's what the Gemara wants to say, and the, and the Tanya is bringing it down. That these, what happened over here is, Ravva learned to use these things that Hashem made for pleasure for a very good cause. Because when he's in a good mood, not just because of, you know, of gluttonous activity, but because he's using what God gave on this world that brings pleasure to bring him pleasure. Why? Because when you're in a good mood, you think positively. You, you, don't, you, you can think more openly. You think more freely. When someone's agitated, a little uncomfortable, it has a mental effect on you. So he felt he made a mistake. He wasn't in the right zone. What did he need? He needed, he needed, he needed to have the things that God gave to put the person in that pleasure, in that spot. It wasn't for nothing that the Hashem made these items. It wasn't for, for, for gluttonous, for, for just having a, a, a great time. It was to use it with Shem Shemayim, to use it for a good cause. So over here we see that something like that, it's just, just wine and, 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 and meat and uh, spiced meat. We're not talking about just regular food. It's not saying that he was uh, starving. He's saying, I just didn't... Uh, even though some of Arshim say that it was starving, but you see from the words, he's not saying I didn't have a piece of bread. I didn't have wine. I didn't have meat. I didn't have the pleasures. I didn't, I'm not in the right, it's a little distracted. His mind, there's a story said about the, the um, daughter-in-law of the Tzemach Tzedek that she was not, she was ill. And um, the doctor told her she should eat, eat in the morning because she's very, she's very weak. But she didn't want to eat before davening. So she used to daven first, and then she used to eat. And her, daven, you know, her davening took time. She was a great woman, and she, uh, she davened slowly. <clears throat> and she ended up eating late. So the, you know, um, so the doctor f- saw that she was still weak. He asked her, what's going on? She goes, I'm, I'm, I'm eating, but after davening. He says, no, you got to eat early. You can, you're eating too late. So she just heard the part of eating too late. So she just got up earlier to, to daven earlier. She didn't come to the 7 o'clock minion anymore. She came to the 6 o'clock minion. And anyways, ate afterwards. So again, it was not really helping because really she needs to eat right when she gets up. Her father-in-law called her in and he told her, it's better to eat for davening than davening before eating. In Yiddish, it plays out even better in the words. The same word meaning for and for, for before something and for something. The bottom line, and it was amazing. It was a very important lesson. If someone feels agitated in the morning and a little nervous, and he needs a cup of coffee, and but but he didn't daven yet, and he's going to daven, and he's going to be nervous and a little waiting, you know. The Kaddish takes a little longer, or davening takes a little longer, and he's not going to be davening correctly because he didn't have a cup of coffee. That is incorrect. He should have had a cup of coffee. Why? Because, not because you love coffee, because it has an effect on you that, 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 that chills you out, takes off the edge, so then you can daven correctly. And the same thing even if you're going to have a piece of cake. 
I mean, obviously, you, not have to, you, know, you can't have a full meal because there's no need for that full meal. But all you need to do is take off that edge. <clears throat> and you can find that also in Shulchan Aruch too. So once you have the take off the edge, so then it's not just you're taking off the edge. It, what the Tzemach Tzedek said was, was greater than not just saying, oh, it's better like that. It actually shows the purpose of eating. That eating is part of davening. And that's why you're allowed to do that before davening, because it's a it's it's a mesayeya. It's something that's something that's mesayeya to a mitzvah, something that prepares you for the mitzvah. It has to many degrees the chshivas, the uh, the importance of the mitzvah itself, and that's what and that's what Rav did over here when he took these these items that are there for sheer pleasure alone, and he elevated for thing. That's the first example. The second example. He, he, he mentions, The same thing, Oynik Shabbos. Shabbos, on, the, uh, on Shabbos, there's a mitzvah to have pleasure on that day, to have Oynik. What is the, what, how is Oynik defined? Physical Oynik. We're not just talking about learning and davening. Absolutely, the mitzvah of the day is to have a Suda Shabbos, to have actually a Suda, and actually have wine. Wine, again, because wine relaxes and elevates and, and puts a spirit, extra, at least the right amount. Everything is a little, that's the point over here. Lekaya mitzvah. What are you drinking for? What are you eating for? It has to be for the kiyum ha-mitzvah. If you're just drinking, because I like drinking, and a lot of times you find that at both, you know, at a, you know, Shabbos and also by, you know, by Fabrengen sometimes. It can't be about the mash. It's not about that. It's about the Enig Shabbos. Since God created these, these, these uh, vices, it's there to help do that because that's what has these, the, the effect on the brain, on the person, on the... So this is for Enig Shabbos. Again, there's a beautiful story the, uh, it's from the Baal Shem Tev, that one time... He saw, uh, one, you know, somebody wearing the whole Shabbos Gavush with a kapot and a stripe, the whole, you know, looking very Shabbos dick. And I guess, you know, the chant and kishka and everything came in and the guy got carried away and he got really into it. And at that time, the Baal Shem Tev showed, was able to make his students, who also tzaddikim, have a vision. And what they saw was, it's hard to say, they saw like a cow eating cow. You know, they saw it with the Shabbos Levoshim. You know, it was, it's an amazing concept, what we're saying over here. The thought that we're putting into these mundane items is actually defining what that existence is and what it's going to turn into. God made, left it neutral. It's a mutzah. You decide what it is. Because normally, Ketusha is a mitzvah. Holy things, tefillin. That's a mitzvah. Matzah on Pesach. Mitzvah. Averis. Bad, bad. Negative. Then there's all the gray in the between. Everything else that's in the world. Everything that we see under the sun that's mutter Over there he left them open. And, we decide, and, you, and our intention, literally our intention is going to define, is it going to be a tool? Does it become something that brings us to Kedusha? Or is it a tool that brings to the, to the other side? So that's the second example. The third example, he says, If someone says a joke, jokes. Now this, at least over here, we're talking about food. 
and drink has something, has, has, has substance and has value of some sort. But joking, just mockery, they would, over there you would totally say it's completely, it doesn't even have substance. As we learned in Perik Aleph, that is just mockery and, 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 and things of that sort, is Misait Haruach, it's like wind. It just flies, it goes from one to another, it has no structure, it has nothing. But yes, over here again we find Rava that before he started, before he started learning, he used to start with them with milse b'dechusa tchila. First, he's obat tchila bonon. They all started laughing. He needed to get his students to start laughing. To what, what's the part? What's the point in that? The same. The same thing. What happens with comedy? When someone is, what's a, what's funny? What's funny is is that you never saw it that way. It's unique. And not only that, in an elevating way, it's like, whoa, it's an interesting perspective. I've never seen it that way. And it's an exciting perspective because you didn't even expect that to happen. So the person who, who, uh, who, who makes the jokes is somebody who's able to take you to another zone. And in that zone, you were not expecting, you your previous existence didn't see it that way. And now with that, com- with that, with that sense of humor, you can now see it on this new level, and it's wow! It's it's actually the excitement of it, the newness of it that's so that's so uh, refreshing. That's what the rabbi wanted to do. Rabbi is not just going to teach the students something they knew already. He needed them to go to this. Uh, he he wants to move them to another place, so he takes control in a positive way. He says some uh, a joke. Obviously, it's a nice kosher, no, you know, joke. But the point is that Batche, he got them, he got, he, he made them relax and, 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 and chill out. What do you mean when you're like chill out? You forget about your little world. You forget about your little issues and your questions. And, and you come into this other place. And that's why. And, and, and over there, Batche Rabbonon. So then, <clears throat> so when you do all, the, in all three things, all of them seemingly very frivolous, but I will use correctly. Then he says amazing, an amazing line. Actually, a few lines before that. Ozan is barachayis habaser v'hayayin shayanishba meklipes nega. At that point, you elevate the the baser, the yayin, the wine, everything else from klipes nega, which means this quartz, this negative energy, this negative place that blocks. But nega, there is possibility of of the light. There is some light. And then this is a shout. He doesn't just say you do it with Shem Shemayim, so it's okay. That would be enough, actually. That would be pretty amazing itself. That now you took something like that and we, we, we made something a positive thing. But he didn't say that. He says it becomes like an Eila, or carbon. It becomes like a sacrifice, a carbon Eila. That, that's, that's a whole different story. What the, the, great, the, the biggest Kedusha that this world has ever seen was the Beis Amigdosh. The Mishkan, the Beis Amigdosh. And the most important part of the, of the Beis Amigdosh was the Kabarnas, bringing sacrifices. What was, hap- what was happening over there? So as we, as we learned, you know, when they, after, after Har Sinai, and they didn't want to, want to uh, perceive God, they saw perceived Godness as a reality. They saw it. Like Moshe says, you saw. Your eyes saw itself. You saw God. You saw godliness. You saw Enid Movadai. It was up and down, everything around them. They saw, they saw the Emes. 
But <clears throat> because they were not there, when we say we're not there, they weren't mentally, it was, it was imposed on them. There was a vision on them. The second that vision went away, they went back to their previous existence with just the memory that I've seen it once. But now they went back. But they didn't want to go back. They, want to, they wanted to see it more often. If they want to see it more often, what do they have to do? So they asked, so Hashem told them, Vosili Migdosh Vesechanti Besechon. You make, make, make a base of Migdosh, and I will rest in you. Besechon. It says, it, it, it's sort of the term, the question is, it should have said Besechon. The correct grammar would be in it. What is Besechon? In them. I'll rest in every single Jew. You know, once they make a base of Migdosh, at that point, they elevated. The, the existence around them, they're going, I'm going to be able to be part of them. It won't be a one-time thing. It would be more normal. The Beis Migdash, the Mishkan, was made out of mundane objects. They weren't, the walls weren't aligned with Chidushi Ter. It wasn't a, a Beis Medrash. It wasn't a lecture hall. It was a place made out of with gold, silver, copper, Tapestries, wool, linen, all kinds of physical wood, any, any, you know, really mundane objects. That's all. Even the the, the Kesha Kadashim, the, the, the everything was all mundane objects that used. Hashem says, use them correctly. I'm going to tell you how to do it. You're going to make it this way and measure this way and do it this way because you're doing it l'shem shemayim and you're doing it the way it's told to do it. You will see that this gold and silver and this whole edifice is not going to be a, a place where you're going to realize how great physical things are. You're going to come and realize how great God is. And that's what happened. In the base of Migdash, it was amazing. It was miracles all the time. They came to see God. That was it, especially in the early years before they did any chatoim, any sins, to, to start losing the effect of the Mishkan and the base of Migdash and the Mishkan. It was a place where they perceived God. Moshe Rabbeinu needed to talk to God. He, he went to the base of Migdash. You would imagine he would he should have he locked himself up in a room with a with 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 a, with a zayar and 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 that's where he was. No, he had to go to this building that was built out of wood and gold and things like that. Why? Because that's where when you take these items, that's what Hashem is saying. Because otherwise, you're just seeing me on one dimension. I have made this the, the ultimately, as we're going to learn much later in Tanya, the godliness wants wants in the physical in a place to show that even in these places and this is why Rabbi used it this way and Neinik Shabbos and all these concepts where we try to very we're actually trying more what we're trying to do is take the mundane and elevate and bring the right intentions that's what Klippus Naga that's what we're, that's what the purpose of Klippus Naga what we're learning about here is for it's the Klippus it's negative it's, it doesn't show negative meaning I it doesn't show godliness in its, in its, in its uh, base use. But with the right intentions, you bring in a real light. You bring in real light. And that's how you, so the answer to God, to the Eden, you want to see God in a regular way, you need to, to, to take your mundane things and bring it up to, uh, for, for L'Shem Shemayim. So over here also, when it says carbon, when it says in the, in the Chumash, when we talk about a carbon, it says, Odom Kiyakiv Mikem. 
It's a famous line from the from the previous Bible. Why he says Adam Kiyakov Mikem, a person from it shouldn't say Adam Kiyakov, a person who brings a carbon, and it says it should say what the carbonas are. What does that add the word Mikem from you? What is that what is that adding? Mikem means you have to give of yourself. You know, as you're taking your things and you're bringing it to, to you're bringing you're bringing it to God. You're showing purpose. You're bringing it to Hashem Shemaim. That's what a carbon is, and that part of the base of Migdash was never destroyed. The, the physical base of Migdash and the actual carbonus, the way we had it, that you're not allowed to build again until God, uh, Mashiach comes. The carbonus, you're not allowed. The physical carbonus, but this concept that still remains. And not only that, this is what actually will help bring the Beis HaMikdash again. And this is what he's saying here. Because at this point, when we do something with Shem Shemayim, at that point you elevated the flesh, the wine, all these things, these ancillary objects that you think is mundane, and then it becomes carbon ke'ela, it becomes like a carbon ke'ela. Again, you know, in, in, in our own life, you know, you could say this, you can also uh, see it for ourselves also. You know, they have, have uh, restaurants opening up in other places. You know, so somebody could look at it and say, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of time. Depends what you use it for. If a person goes out with his wife and it helps create a, a, a venue for Shalom Bayis, at that, at that time, that meal is carbon because Shalom Bayis is from the mitzvahs, the biggest mitzvahs in the Torah. So we say in Brachas, the Mishnah. Um, the, uh, so the, that is a big thing. Same thing now. Now we're in the, in the in vacation time. People go on a vacation. If it helps to bond with the children, again, we, we can't fool ourselves because the whole aspect over here is intention. That's literally what he says. Oh, it's, it's based on our mindset. So it's not just you know, the, 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 the words that we're saying, but it's the mindset. If a person's really there for that particular purpose, if the purpose that he goes at a restaurant is to create shalom bias or to he meets a friend to bond better with them, to reconnect, to find out how the situation is, and the, and the, and the good food and, and, the, and the appetizer and the main course is just creates an environment that's, that's, that, that's, that's uh, conducive for, 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 for that, whatever positive thing you're doing, at that point it's kalilika carbon. You, you elevate it. That's Shem shemayim. Such a one, that's, what you, that's why you bench for it. This is, you're elevated. This is, a very, this is a very holy thing at that time, at that particular point. <clears throat> so that's... That's and then he then he go then he says a little further after the by the dot. But let's say unfortunately someone goes the other direction, and he ends gluttonous eating and Bahamas. The only purpose is to for pleasure and I love it and I like it and I don't really care and I just want to you know yeah he wants he in the in the restaurant analogy you bring the wife along because he wants to go to the restaurant <laughs> you know or he goes on vacation because he wants to get away from work so you know you gotta go on vacation but you don't it's not for it's not for anything outside of yourself only yourself so then he says, that's, that's already, uh, that's taiva, and that, and that actually uh, lowers the person, lowers the person. And at that point, 
this is as 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 beautiful as what he said. When you do it positive, it's almost as shocking as what he says the next. He says, and at that time, when a person is completely into it, at that time, in Sholosh Kippas it literally goes into the worst of, of, of the, the, like, like an Avera world. It's that bad at that point. Because you have totally taken something good and you used it, you used all these beautiful things that you could have done to elevate it and you used it to, to, to make yourself uh, more pleasurable and more better, more I, which in that point you, left, you, gave, you, you lost control of your soul and you gave it to this other side. They have now control. In the world, who has, who has the control? And that's why he says, becomes like a wagon. What is this Merkava? It makes it like a wagon. It says by, by the Ovis, Hein Hein Merkava. They were, the God, they, were in God's, they were God's wagon. What, were the, what was the wagon? When you go into a, in the old days, let's say you went in a wagon, or now let's say a train car or something like that, at that point the driver has control. He wants to go this way, you go this way. He's going to go the right way, he's going to go the wrong You're just sitting there. You're not driving anymore. Once you, when you went in there, you, you let him lead you. When, when, when you let him lead you, you, you got to hope that you, you let the right guy run, r- drive the car. Because otherwise, you're going, you're going to go in, in the wrong direction. So if a person does good, so it's Kedusha, so that's where he's being led. But if he gives it to his taiva, then their taiva world gets it. So that's why you find most, today it's easier to understand in terms of analogy with addiction. It's not, it's like I remember once it was said, when somebody does something for addiction, they're not doing it because they like it. They're doing it because they can't not, they have to have it. It's like a must. They lost control. That thing has control over them. So that's what the Makov is. They're, they're now, once a person does the, even Dvar Mutarm, things that are allowed, like food, like we use the example here, food, and, and do it only for the sole purpose of pleasure, then, then since that is Klippah, so he has now hired the, the, the uh, driver from, 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 uh, from ISIS to, to, to drive, and God, who knows where the guy takes you, because you're in his wagon. So that's why you don't know where it's going to go. It's going to go anywhere. And it can go into a worse area. It doesn't always have to be just because I only did that. No, once you got into the car, you lost control. And that's, and, 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 and that's, the, that's the negative of that. And that's why Kibbutz Nega is very, it's very interesting. It's an amazing concept. It has both good potential and both bad potential. It can take you to Eluka Carbon. It can take you to the highest, holiest places. And then at the other time, it can take you to the other place. But that... <clears throat> So how do you fix it? So the fixing is much, much easier because it's Klippus Neger. It was because it's a mitzvah, because, I mean not a mitzvah, because it's not an Avera, there is no Dova Osser in it. Since there's no Dova Osser, it's not essentially bad. There's nothing wrong with eating, technically, with the eating of kosher food. Even if it's gluttonous, it just bring, means that you lost control. The nefesh of it, the soul of it you gave to someone else. So that's why they have control. But the actual food itself didn't. 
It's still, still kosher food. So all that needs to be changed over here is the intention. Once a person changes his intention, and tshuva meaning also, tshuva like the Rambam says, the number one thing is charata on the past. Person ha- charata is defined as a very two-step program. One, if I regret that I did it, and I'm not doing it again. That's the essence, that's the mitzvah of what tshuva, the definition, the basic definition of tshuva is. I regret that I did it, I'm doing it, and I'm not doing it again. By regretting that I did it, he, he, he jumped out of, he fired the driver. He got out of the car. <clears throat> and not doing it again means all future. So at that point, since the actual food, it won't continue doing bad to him, because the only thing that was bad was his mindset. He lost control of his mind and his, and the, and his nefesh at that particular point. So if once he does tshuva, he's, he's out of that. So that's why it's only with Fishaw. It's not, it's not, it's not, a, it's not, it's not an, an everlasting negative. He just, gonna ha- he, he just, uh, he just has to change his, his, his mindset. And that's why he says, um, because when we talk about Heter and Mutter, the words Heter, Mutter, and Osser, what do you say? When we say Osser, Says like a few lines later. Osser, when we say osser, it's, it's forbidden. But osser also could mean osser. It meaning it's incarcerated. It's in it's in jail. When something is a dove, a, a light, some a loisase, an aver, it's just like when someone's in jail. It means he he's there, but he can't do anything. Whatever whatever they tell him to do, you have no rights. You don't have your right to wear clothes, what you eat, what you have, you have nothing. You can't. Whatever they tell you to do, you can't. You have no choices at that point. Whatever your intentions, whatever you want to do, any positive, too bad. You're in jail. It can't do anything at that particular point. Especially in the old times when what men in jail. They put you in, they forgot about you. You're done. <clears throat> When that's 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 when someone that's an aver, an aver means that you're te- a person's doing it with shame shemayim and nothing. Don't make a difference. It's like somebody you know in jail. I have a good intent. You're done. You're you're not under. You're, you're, you can't do anything over here. Person who's in jail. Person who's dealing with an aver can't. These things could. This is not jail. It's mutter. These are things that we're talking about are mutter. They're free. They are not incarcerated. The, uh, what you do and what you think is going to have, is, it has, has, uh, has the whole, uh, makes, makes the, whole, the whole difference. Um, just one last point on this. Lakshirishimu memena nishir beguf falkein tzarechechibotakever. You know, since, unfortunately, he does say that this is like the most part of Tanya. It doesn't last too long. Don't worry, we're going to get to a much more positive place. Um, but because when a person ate gluttonously, he had an extra food. It literally, just like the size that a person increased because he ate a lot and he drank and it made a physical difference. Made a physical. So something is left in the body. 
And that's why when it speaks about after passing away certain things that the body, the decomposition and the different things that from spiritual point of view they need to do to the person to purify is because something, something is left of left over here. But again, just to finish off on a more positive is that the flip side, that all these things that we wanted, all these pleasures that God has put on this world are all available to us. The only thing is, make sure, if as long as the intention is Avs Yisrael and Avs Hashem to do, to make a better environment, to help other people, it doesn't make a difference if it's a barbecue, if it's, a, if it's for, if a nice with the extra this and the extra that. It doesn't make a difference. As long as the purpose is, and you're the only one who knows, we're the only ones who know what the purpose is. If the purpose is to connect, then we've just, we've just brought a carbonyl.